listening out there. This is W. Skim Milk, and welcome to the Just Skimming the Surface podcast. Uh, today we actually have our first guest for the first new reiteration of Just Skimming the Surface. We've got Curtis here. How do you pronounce your last name again? Coke. Coke. Yes. Okay, because I, I know... We've been friends for how long and you yeah, can't but get my I, name? I always just call you Curtis. I'm not going to be like, <laughs> yeah, my friend Curtis Coke. Like, <laughs> some people pronounce it Cook. I know. It, it's it's a weird spelling. Koch. Koch. Coach. Cock. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if they really don't like you. If they really don't like me. <laughs> but then I just respond, it's because mine's bigger than yours, and then they oh. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a good comeback. Um, Curtis here... Uh, him and I met through Columbia College in Chicago. We were both radio majors. We, that is true. Yeah, our first class was with uh, good old Nancy. Voice yes, and articulation. <laughs> that was, well, man, that was a class. <laughs> that was a fun class. I, I look back on it now, and I realize just, like, how that class, like, set up our, or more, like, so mine, since I still go to Columbia, like, yeah. my social group now. Because, yeah, like, half the kids like, that were in that class, was in that everybody class. was... <laughs> exactly. A TA and everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that was 2015, right? Mm-hmm. Fall 2015. Yes, Voice sir. And articulation. Hashtag fam. Um, but, yeah, we met... It was you, me, Iridian, Angel were in that class. They're the leftover girls. Remember? Yeah, the leftover Because, remember, girls. we're the main course Main men. course men. <laughs> we never did fulfill <laughs> never that, did, did we? No. You went and did your leather and laces, and now I'm just skimming the surface. Yeah. <laughs> we went our own separate ways. Separate ways, worlds apart, journey. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, well... So that was, geez, that's like a year and... Yeah, it's almost two years ago. Two years ago this year fall. A year and a half almost, right? Yeah, about a year and a half. Two years this fall. Crap. It doesn't feel like it was that long. No, either. it doesn't at all. It's that, insane. I mean, still, we haven't seen each other since the most recent time was... Uh, that was October, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Because that, that, when we saw a movie, what movie did we see? Oh. Don't we saw a movie. I remember that. It was that $5 Tuesdays thing. Yeah, that we the did. best thing ever. $5 Tuesdays, Regal Cinemas. Not sponsored, but still. <laughs> it's still Definitely a good thing recommend. to do. <laughs> Free thing of popcorn. And that's when I met all your other friends. I met Ben. Yeah, that's I met um, Ramis. I met Nick. I met a bunch of other people, too, that you were Oh, that yeah, because B-dubs. Yeah, B-dubs. But you came again after that. Remember I did. Remember you came mm-hmm. and visited uh, when we were in the townhouse, because that was before yeah. we moved into the townhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, almost right before. So yeah, I'd come been... home from my, I'd come here from my internship. Yeah, it must have been, like, July or June. Over the, yeah, probably August or something yeah. like that, too. Yeah, because that was the, because in spring semester at Columbia, we didn't have any class. No, we didn't either. Which was upsetting, but we still did bagels. We did. We did bagels in the morning. That was fun. Morning Panera. Sweet bags. <laughs> I just watched a video the other day, yeah. or actually this morning, um, about this guy um, going on a bagel quest in the bagel city of New York. Quest. Yeah. All right. And he's in a wheelchair. And so he's trying to get to where they sell, have you seen the rainbow bagels? Oh, yeah. I've seen okay, that. so he's trying to get to that store to get a rainbow bagel, but he's struggling because not all the areas in the city of New York are handicap accessible. Yeah, true. So he's like... Going around like six blocks looking for an elevator to the subway. Finally gets on the subway. He gets off and he actually can't get into the store because there's no ramps. It's all steps. And so he also, the other part of the mission, like, oh, I have to get this rainbow bagel for my friend Judd that I met at the hotel, which is like the the bellman at the front. And so he 
was supposed to get there by three, and he ends up being late, and he misses Judd. He's like, oh, that's all right. I didn't know the guy that well anyways, and he just takes a bite it's out of the bagel, bagel that he got for him. <laughs> it's a really funny video. I'll have to share it with it you. It is pretty funny. I mean, like, oh, jeez. I can't even count how long, how many minutes I've spent watching Facebook videos. <laughs> how much of my day. I spend a lot more time on YouTube nowadays. YouTube, yeah. I, I usually I found myself lately um, – like my habit before I go to bed is I'll have my laptop on my bed and I'll be laying in bed and I'll be watching like YouTube videos and I'll keep clicking. The next thing I know, it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I'm like, shit, turn it off, <laughs> put it off. Sometimes, put my yeah. sometimes you get real deep into the YouTube thing. Too. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Oh, geez. When you're like watching random YouTube videos, just click it next. Sometimes you'll get into the important videos. Yeah. Or, all the fun, or you'll see like recommended for you. And it's like, oh, okay, I haven't seen that one before. Click and you keep uh, doing it. And the next thing you know, it's like, I'm like, Six videos past where I'm supposed to be saying I'm going to go to bed. Tenth time watching Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I always watch, I know my daily routine is the news with Philip DeFranco. Yeah. And then all sorts of video game review stuff and Let's Plays and stuff that I watch. I mean, I haven't watched Let's Plays lately. I've watched Philip DeFranco, like, mm-hmm. um, like you said. Um, I found myself watching more um, individual YouTubers. Um, a couple of my favorites are uh, Mr. Sark. Just his kind of dark humor is, I think, really hilarious. I think I've heard of him. He plays it? with, like, um, C-Nanners and Chilled Chaos oh, and C-Nanners. those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watch C-Nanners every once in a while. Not as much as I used to. I really like Mr. Sark. I wish he'd put out more videos, but he's busy with his family and everything, yeah. so I understand that. Was Mr. Stark, was he the one who was on... Uh... Rooster Teeth and stuff, right? He was on Machinima in uh, Machinima. Respawn. That's what it was. He was with Respawn. He did it with like APL Fisher and yeah. Uh, Hutch. Yeah, and then he got off of Machinima. Yeah. Started doing his own thing. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of YouTubers started out something I think, like I that. think Z. Do you know who Z, Royal King, is? He no. plays with Chill Chaos. I think he's one of the more recent guys that's gone to Machinima. Oh, really? And I don't know what he's doing or if it's worked out for him, but... Yeah, usually I focus on... Uh, I watch Game Grumps, and then I'm subscribed to Jacksepticeye and Markiplier and stuff, but I don't watch all their videos. Yeah. If it's something that looks like it's going to be good for me that I want to see, sure, I'll watch it. I'll the thing I get annoyed it. with, like, um, the Jacksepticeyes and Markiplier is, like, the stereotypical video of um, those guys is kind of the same after a while. Yeah. And you find that the same thing with, uh, especially Jacksepticeye, who seemingly kind of posts... He always just yells. Happy Wheels, and he's always screaming, wheels. and it's like, all right, I can, at least with, like, when I go to, like, I mean, watch some, Mr. Some Sark. Of the stuff they say is funny, but it's just... Oh, oh it, it is, yeah. Like, but see, with, like, uh, Mr. Sark, and I'll have to show you a video of his that I like that would probably, you'd probably would get a kick out of. He does something, he at least posts a different game a different week. Yeah, he does And he kind of mixes else. it up. And he's one of those people that plays uh, a lot of um, uh, Gary's Mod. Gary's he's, Mod. He's part of those group of people that plays a lot of that you can do Uh, a lot in that game you can you can don't get me wrong but after a while it's like why don't you guys play like Verdun or um legend of zelda yeah or (laughs) something like that or rocket league or something like that nanner's played a little bit of rocket league League. and i watched his videos sark hasn't played rocket league minecraft Um, (laughs) minecraft i don't watch much anymore because i could i'd rather play minecraft than watch somebody play minecraft I, i just started playing it a couple months ago and like in January, I want to say. Yeah. Because uh, one of my friends, Caleb in Springfield, he uh, he got me into the game. And I was playing with him and his friends, and like it, I 
never was that into Minecraft, but eventually, the longer you play it, like the more you get into it. You're like, I like okay, being creative I with do this. It. I got to do that. Yeah, I like what I like doing is I like building um, really kind of unique houses for my character, and then um, eventually, you know, you can build up enough. Mat- uh, common materials and stuff to go out and go yeah, shopping. I'm not, I'm not good enough to make or, anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny because I I once made um, uh, a giant castle and I had it set up where it was like probably um, 64 blocks by 64 blocks, uh, so a square. Jeez. And I had it pretty tall. I don't remember how tall it was um, exactly. I would probably guess maybe 40 blocks tall. And on top of that. Uh, I had each tower. I had a tower on each corner of this, like a square. If you picture, so a square. you had a, like an actual like, and then yeah, and then on the castle. inside, I had like a farm, a building for like all my farming stuff. Wow. I had a, an entrance to my mine. I had um, a mine cart like station where like if people wanted to come visit, they'd ride the mine cart into my castle, and then it'd pop up right there. Um, I had it set up to where um, I had the doors. Um, you step on a plate and the doors would open up. Doors would. Um, but that would be kind of a pain because at night when the creepers and stuff are like right outside the door and you're like, I have to go outside, but I can't do it. You'd have to go up to the top of one of the towers and jump out, jump off yeah. the top of the tower to get around. Um, I also have made lighthouses before. That's pretty cool. Um, those take a lot of time. I like building castles I can imagine, more. Yeah. Um, castles are by far. And I also made one that was like just a regular like rectangle house. But then I was like, you know what? I don't go for the stars, so I, I literally just made a tower, and I probably had to guess probably 300 blocks tall. Like I was above the clouds, like literally the clouds would go through like halfway through my tower, and just like look down and it's like, all right, if I can jump into the water, that'd be perfect. Yeah. But <laughs> I I can't make it into the to the water. Yeah. So I mean, I've made let's see, like nothing. <laughs> I once set an entire village on fire once. Have you ever played? Um, <laughs> Uh, Hexit, or not Hexit, um, what's it called? Um, Volts. Volts. You played Volts? No. It's the nuclear version of Minecraft. So it's kind of like Fallout and Minecraft? Kind of, but you can make nuclear missiles and stuff like that. And you can launch them, and there's like different types of missiles. Yeah, so my friends and I have done it before where we go, if we get a bunch of people together, so if we can get like... Uh, 20 people together. We do uh, four teams of five. 20 people? Yeah. Jeez, and, I don't and here's even what have we do. that many friends. Here's, here's what we do. We, we, we start up with, like, a, uh, at spawn, we make a base. And at each base, we give each team the same basic material. So each, everybody gets, so every person, a member of the team gets um, a wooden pickaxe, a wooden shovel, wooden, um, like, all the tools, wooden armor, everything. And um, basically what they do is once we get all, like, the basic materials together, um, you and your team can go out any direction you want, but it has to be within, I think, a 3,000-block radius from spawn. We, we usually right. come up with the rules when, when we um, are deciding about it. Oh, okay. So and it's just your set rules, not the game set rules? Yeah, it's our set rules. Oh, okay. And this this isn't like how Volts... You can play Volts like how you'd play Minecraft. Yeah. Just casually with friends, but we do this where we find it more fun, where we split up into teams, we go off throughout the, the world and stuff, we build an underground base... And we just start mining right away and Jeez. making food and that sort of stuff. And the goal is, is if you can find the other team, wherever they may be, um, you can launch a, a missile and destroy their base. And the goal is to collect heads because in vaults, if you kill somebody or kill an, uh, a creature or whatever, you get their head uh, 
appears after you kill them. Oh, that's messed up. So you up. collect it, and you can just, like, put it on the wall, and whoever collects the, the most... It's, oh, it's it's a lot of fun. Next time we play, Wes, I'm going to get you involved in that, because it's it's oh, a lot boy. of fun, but you have to get the extension Yeah, I can't wait to have a it. wall of heads. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's really fun, and you create, like, a bunch of missiles, and um, there's a lot more you can do with vaults, because you can actually create... It's, uh, like, a camouflage, mm-hmm. so you can put what no- looks like a normal block, but it's actually... Um, like if you walk, if you were to walk on top of it, you'd fall straight through, and you'd land. So what we've done before is uh, we'll find out like a big pit area where we want to have our missiles launched, and we'll put um, like grass or whatever tech, uh, texture is at the top or uh, foliage is at the top, whatever. We'll put some trees around it or whatever, and then uh, when we're when we find somebody, we mark it because you can put markers on the map, and boop, you can launch a rocket or missile or whatever and destroy all their stuff i know (laughs) (laughs) three two one launches go you know whatever (laughs) it's a lot of fun minecraft is one of those games where you can do so much with it it's kind of same thing with gary's mod i think too yeah those kinds of games are always very fun there's like there's always something to do and like i like that sometimes but sometimes i just need a story in the game and if the story is disappointing, then I will be upset with the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the recent game I've been really disappointed with. I tried playing it again uh, just recently. Um, was Watch Dogs? Watch Dogs. The first one. Just wa- Watch Dogs, the one that was based in Chicago. Watch underscore Dogs. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I believe that game. First off, the driving physics in that game are awful. Yeah. Complete yeah. trash. Um, I'll agree. The, with the that. second thing, the story mode is a little confusing, yes. um, especially in the beginning. They don't really set like a, a ground. You can kind of get the gist of it, but like the overall ground rules of it just don't help with yeah. explaining it. I only got so far in that game before I just stopped playing it. It's I just, ended up just fooling around in the. Yeah, city. I was just running around trying to find all the different landmarks and being like, "Oh, I was there before." Yeah, I was trying to find Columbia for the longest <laughs> time. I just couldn't find like the exact spot. And the other thing that also annoyed me is that their map of the city of Chicago is completely off. Yeah, that's, it, that's what it's I also supp- I was like, I can't find half the things that I know are and when there. And you, when you look at it, they have, like, the loop pretty accurate um, in, like, uh, Millennium Park and all that sort of stuff pretty accurate, but they don't have any of the beaches. They don't have, like, Lakeshore Drive. Really? They don't have any other, like, iconic landmarks, like, mm. associated with the, it. They have the bean, though, right? But it's not mirror. It's it's not. It's, it's just a big old bean. It's just a big old, like, big uh, bean. Plastic poly or whatever, like pink a kidney bean. bean yeah, just sitting on the, sitting on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of disappointing. And there's a lot of other buildings too that they didn't get in there, which was kind of I don't yeah. know. I mean, disappointing. You can't expect them to be the most. You know, accurate. the most accurate thing in that game was the uh, the train announcements on the subway, like this is such and such, or this right. is Howard. They probably just use the same voice clips. Probably, or yeah. I mean, it's not that hard. To get those, I'm sure. Yeah, just stick a recorder up to the speaker where yeah, it's playing. Something like that. Um, well, enough about video games. I know. <laughs> we went off on tangent there, dang. Um, so we're both radio guys. Yes. Well, you more so than I, obviously, since I don't go You're to a voiceover anymore. person. It's yeah, kind of I, close to the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I mean, I haven't done much with it yet, but um, with radio and such, uh, you do sports announcing yes. and such. Right, mm-hmm. and you like I have a, a, a show. Sports guy. Yeah, I have a show with um, my good friend Dylan Buckwhites. 
on um, Chicago's Underground, um, 88.1 FM. And that's, uh, yeah, sports is one of those things for me where uh, I can talk for a di- A lot of people can talk about politics for a long, a long period of time. Sports is that for me. I can talk about it for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And other things, too, like video games. Like, we just went on the tangent about video games. Yeah. I can talk about that, too, for a, a long time. Um, but sports is probably, I could talk, like, hours and hours about it and have, like, a conversation with somebody yeah. and not get so heated, whereas, like, in politics, people would get probably pretty heated yeah. about things Yeah, because you, you have that podcast, you've got Leather and Laces now. Yeah, and that's with, all about the uh, Chicago Bears with my yeah. uh, my friend and Chris. just about Chicago Bears. Yes. And how many episodes are you on now? Like there's, six? Yeah, there's six. Uh, we're still trying to work out on a seventh because... Uh, with the season kind of coming around and the NFL draft and that sort of stuff. Um, the, the difficult part is that I'm at school in Chicago and my co-host Chris is at school in um, Decatur. He goes to Millican University. Oh, yeah, Millican. So finding the time we're in our schedules to both do it and at the same time um, find a mutual time where we can record and finding stuff we want to talk about. Finding stuff we can talk about is pretty simple. With sports stuff, especially when you're talking about um, a specific thing like the Bears, because uh, you can ask a question and you can kind of go back yeah, and forth I mean, on it. I, I just, I mean, I'm not a big sports guy, you know that. I mm-hmm. mean, I only just started watching everything. Like, I watched last season the Cubs, which was amazing. Yeah, and, that was uh, very amazing. Uh, I, I'm just now sort of getting into the whole sports scene. And it, it just amazes me that you guys were able to make six episodes. How long are your podcasts? Like an hour? Um, or a half little an under. Hour? It depends. Um, it, 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 sports is one of those things where you can talk about it, um, but the news has to be kind of relevant for it. Yeah. Um, so what we've done before is uh, we have found things where we can kind of make our own take on it and find questions and kind of things that um, are usually spurting around in the the media with sports. Um, but we have six episodes. They, if I were to give an average time range, they probably are about. On average, thirty-seven minutes long. Sometimes a little bit longer, sometimes shorter. Yeah. Um, I would say thirty-seven minutes is about the average of where we are at. Yeah. Um, thirty thirty minutes is like a a good time for a podcast, I think, honestly. Yeah, and the thing about it too is that we we try to promote it or try to get people to interact with it on social media and that sort of thing. But sometimes um, when you're still trying to build an audience like we are, it's hard to get social media interaction. So it's yeah. more so. Um, just constantly sharing it out there and getting people to try to listen yeah, to it. Um, but the thing is, is that with sports, you have you have that specific audience. You're like yeah, ours you is specifically just have a sports audience. You can't really reach out to people. Yeah, but like, but more specifically, it's Bears fans. Yeah, you know Bears what I mean? Fans. So that's if, even more specific. If nobody, if somebody wasn't into football, they probably were not going to listen to it. So we have a, a very yeah, specific very demographic of our our audience um, that would probably. Uh, listen to us but the other thing is too is that you have to find a lot of topics that are relevant with it too and in football there's always something in football that you can kind of tie back into the bears but um it it at times becomes difficult like especially um during the off season when it's kind of a a low point especially like in january or um actually not even january more so like late february early march it's like there's nothing sometimes to talk about and you're kind of struggling to find something and then once something happens, whether it's big or small, you're like, oh, this happened. Okay, we got to talk about this for a while. And you're kind of trying to find yeah, different angles like to look at it. As much as you can exactly. to actually be yeah. able to have episodes. Because like I was saying, I, I just found it surprising you guys were able to make so many episodes about 
just one team. Yeah, well, we, what we were doing is we were doing it after um, – we started late in the season when we decided we wanted to do it. So we were doing it after um, each regular season game. And after that, we were moving on and kind of focusing on playoffs and uh, the Pro Bowl and that sort of stuff. And then we talked about yeah. um, the draft because with the Bears, they they were awful last year. Oh, uh, really bad. I knew that. Not yeah. Sports. <laughs> um, with that being said, we were thinking about who are they going to draft with the third pick in the draft? You know, that's the highest yeah. point the Bears have ever had getting a draft pick so high. Um, who are realistic options and that sort of thing? And you could have a conversation on that. But again, it's based on if you're a Bears fan and you're into it, you're going to like it. If you're not a Bears fan, you're probably going to be a little bit confused. Yeah, because you're a sports broadcasting major, right? I'm a radio major, but with a focus on sports. Regular radio major focus on sports. Um, So what exactly do you want to do? Do you want to announce games? Do you want to be on? I've done some play-by-play. One of the first stations I uh, got to intern for before I went to Columbia was Huntley Community Radio. And so I've been doing... um, the high school football games are that state. Our station does that. Um, that's one hundred one point five FM. If you're in the Chicago area, but you have to be kind of up near the Huntley By Crystal Huntley. Lake area to get it. Um, it's a low powered station, so at times it can be kind of hard to pick up. Um, but I've done their football games, the playoff games, and stuff like that, and um, that's a lot of fun doing. Yeah, uh, you, play you by play. had like a good inlet into that. Like you have experience already. Yeah, like a good amount of experience from that. Yeah, already, and you're not even finished with college yet. No, and that's, that's the other thing awesome. too. And um, the other thing is that uh, I guess what my ultimate goal is to do is to come back to Chicago and talk sports, kind of on like ESPN 1000 or yeah, that would a 670 The Score, something like that, and get paid for it. That'd be a lot of fun. The other thing too is is that I would like to kind of go to different markets and see what I've done before. Like I was in Milwaukee interning over for eight months. Actually, I started. Um, in January a year ago, and I was interning for uh, 105.7 FM The Fan, and I did it until the end of August, and I got to go to Brewers games and got oh, to yeah, cover got, the team for that. Even when the, the Cubs, when the Cubs were up there too, that was a big thrill. Oh. Joe, Joe Madden personally said that he liked my polo shirt that I wore that day, which was a <laughs> thrill for me. Um, and then you know, walking around and getting to cover games is a lot yeah. of fun. Um, but doing that, I realized that. Being a reporter is pretty cool, too. You kind of yes. are digging for the, the juicy info, exciting, so to speak. Yeah. So for that aspect, I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of things that I would like to do. Um, kind of going into sports, you can kind of, you know, with the experience that you're getting, you can kind of pick and choose which kind of path you want to go down to. I would like to go have a talk show like uh, I've done before at Huntley and on uh, Chicago's Underground and be back in the city doing yeah. that. Um, Just like you know, a bigger name. Big, to, yeah, know. and a bigger name station, a bigger Instead market of station. WCRX, maybe like WGN, ESPN. Yeah, ESPN, exactly. Stuff like that. Work with Pat Tomasulo. Oh, Pat Tomasulo, <laughs> let me tell you about him. He is hilarious. If you ever get the chance to watch the morning news in his sports segment, I, I have spent a day literally going through Facebook videos of his Dude, that he's, he's posted. he's hilarious. He is hilarious. The WGN morning t- news team is the best news team I've ever oh, seen. Oh, of course. And the thing is, is that if you were to put that onto um, radio, it wouldn't have the um, oh, effect yeah. that it would, especially on television. Tomasulo, though, I didn't realize this. He does stand-up comedy. Yeah, he does stand-up. And I want to go one of these days out and see one of his shows because that would be really fun we to see. We should definitely do that. He's he's hilarious. <laughs> and, like, 
the the news crew they just have good chemistry all of them oh together of course yeah like if if the sound ever cuts out they're like writing on, on the, the whiteboards whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then there's that other thing too is remember did you this was oh man this was a while ago there was a film crew filming a movie scene in the city and um there was it was a plane crash and the news was like, oh, we're reporting on a plane crash that happened on the west side and, and roads are closed off. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden you start hearing chuckling. It's like, oh, wait, that's a movie that's being filmed. Oops. And, you know, and they make like, you know, careless mistakes <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. But it, it's fun. It's what makes that news kind of fun to watch. And it, it does make you, if you're um, one of those people that doesn't watch the news because it's too depressing, um, there are sad stories on their news, but it's yeah, but the humor outside of it. it. Yeah, it's an, it's the humor outside of those stories, and when they're like interacting with each other, that really makes it um, fun to watch the news. Yeah, um, and I think it's important to watch the news because um, it's important to see what um, is Didn't, happening yeah, in the world. What's but I, going on. but I, that's where I go back to YouTube and I say talk about Philip DeFranco. Philip DeFranco. Um, he covers like all the important stories, but like. I get all my news from Philip DeFranco and WGN in the morning. That's yeah, it. WGN is good. And what I see on Facebook, if I believe it for, or not. Well, for me, I, I like to watch Philip DeFranco a lot because I truly believe that he is the only news source out there that is yeah. unbiased. Oh, he's one of the best. He gives both that. sides of, this, of the story to it. And then he adds his own personal opinion into it, which is nice. But then he's like, I want to know your opinion. And then when you go through the comments, you see people having discussions about topics that he's brought up and that sort of thing um and it can get pretty fu- pretty fun to watch and um he does include other little segments and stuff like that too that yeah, are yeah. fun to watch but um a lot of it is mainly just become news on his channel yeah, and shout out to philip defranco you know if you want to be on the just skimming the surface podcast hit me up <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be that'd be a cool guest to have on your yeah, podcast. he was on joe rogan yeah i know and, that he was, on joe uh, rogan. he was also on H3H3 does a podcast now, and he was on that too. And huh. I, I <laughs> it'd be awesome to have someone like that on mine. But I mean, this is only the second season, and like, I don't know if I'm gonna do seasons or if it's just gonna be like, hey, before it was like a eh, and now it's it's getting better, and I'm just gonna have like a continuous flow from now on. I'm not sure. Season two just might be infinite. <laughs> Were you uncomfortable doing a podcast at all? Um. The first, well, the I started off like it was right after my grandpa died. Yeah. And uh, I, I was just more contemplating life and existentialism and mortality and all that dark, depressing crap. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I had, what, like five episodes. Well, it was a six-episode season. Yeah. And five of them were all depressing and stuff. And one of them was me ranting about YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it doesn't really affect me as much as it affects other people. Because, I mean, I only have like 20 subscribers on W Skim Milk. Um, And then I stopped doing West Play. So it's like, with with only 20 subscribers, there's not a lot that YouTube can do that actually affects me. Because it's not my job. I don't rely on it. Yeah. And maybe one day I will. I'd... Like, that'd be fun. It sounds like a fun thing, but, like, I don't right now, so I just ranted about YouTube for no reason. <laughs> so it, was, it was basically me ranting in an empty room about YouTube that no one was listening because no one knows who I am yet, you know? Yeah, Something and that's like that. that's the one thing, too, is that, that I've 
really been trying to work on is building up a following. Yes. Especially on social media. Well, you got and that I, Facebook page now. Yeah, I do have that Facebook page. It's, it's Curtis Koch, uh, K-O-C-H. You can go ahead and like it. Yeah, I'll um, leave all the links in the description. Um, yeah. The, you got your Facebook page. Facebook, Twitter. You got Twitter. You've got uh, SoundCloud. It's, SoundCloud. I don't post much to SoundCloud anymore. Yeah, but um, because SoundCloud is releases. Yeah, SoundCloud is now doing a thing where uh, you have to pay yeah, for no, X. So I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm just going to yeah, leave what I have up there. I originally started posting my podcast on SoundCloud, and then like after three episodes, I had almost Podbean all is it. worth it. Podbean, Podbean. Is, you can see how many downloads you have, um, which I think the last time I checked, we had six downloads on Leather and Laces. Um, but... Getting more specific, you can see you. The more you pay, essentially, the more um, analytics you get from it. So you can, and if you want to get like just the basic thing, I think it's like twelve bucks for the year, if I'm not mistaken. I just started posting it on my website. Yeah, that too. But I think for but Podbean is one of those. um, And you have a website too, right? I do have a website, and I can leave the link to that too. Yeah, I, I have to update that too. I haven't updated a oh, lot geez. of my stuff. I've been. I was telling my parents this the other day. I have never been so busy um, in a school semester yeah. until this semester. Because yeah, you you're you've got a lot going on with the oh, radio station and, and your classes. Monday through Thursday are um, I average waking up between five and six thirty in the morning, depending on the day. Um, for example, um, Mondays and Thursdays I wake up at six thirty. Tuesdays and Wednesdays I wake up at five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to catch the train and go downtown. Actually, Thursdays I don't even take the train anymore. I end up driving downtown to park to go to class because my class that I have that evening goes until nine thirty. And the train doesn't run out. And the train, well, no, the the next train is at ten thirty. And oh, if I were to take that train, I wouldn't get home because it's an hour and twenty minute train ride for me. I wouldn't get home until midnight. Yeah. And so for me, I can park right down the street from class, leave at nine thirty. That six dollar little place. No, I don't. Michigan. I, I've seen it. I haven't parked there though. It's not, but I've six dollars. <laughs> I'll park there, and then once I'm done with class, I can hop in my car and drive home, and I'll get home by ten thirty. So yeah. that for me is a lot more convenient than having to wait another uh, hour. I mean, the one reason, one of the big reasons why we connected in voice and articulation was because we were the two commuter students. Who, we took Metro. We took Metro from that. forty minutes oh, to an hour out of the city. Metro is another story. I could go on a tangent about that too, but oh, I'm not here gosh. to talk about Metro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but another thing too is that um, it, it, I've never been so busy. For example, Wednesdays. I wake up at 5, and I don't get home until 11. But Wednesday is one of the days you have WCRX, right? Yeah, Wednesdays I have my show on CRX from 7 to 9. I take an Uber to Ogilvy, hop on the 9.30 train, and then I I haven't had George with a J yet. George George with with a J. J. (laughs) 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 You remember that? Yeah. (laughs) George with a J. Shout out to that Uber driver, let me tell you. The jerk that drove past us, <laughs> then went around the block, oh, yeah, yeah. and then it was like, oh, we had <laughs> canceled to, it. We canceled and, it, and geez, he like drove right past us. He didn't even come back. He No, he went down towards like Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, and then he, he just gave up, so I canceled it. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> and so anyway, so um, didn't they want to charge you, though, for that? And you had to like argue with it? To yeah, I just had to file this a dispute. And Uber's real good about that. They immediately refunded my money. Like, oh, I didn't even have go. to like complain or anything too much. <laughs> I just had to be like, yeah, that's, he didn't show up. <laughs> immediately refund. It was great. That works out. But yeah, commuting is by far uh, 
stress well not stressful it adds a, a sense of stress to it but the train ride you can get stuff done which is nice yeah I, train, I would get, always do my homework on the train ride <laughs> I, I usually try to get my homework done or sleep um, yeah that too i although i can't sleep leaving the city because um the train that i take home it, my stop isn't the last stop oh yeah so if i wake up and i'm past my stop i'm in harvard which is 20 minutes from the wisconsin border and then harvard itself <laughs> 20 isn't minutes a, from the wisconsin not, border not We're even like, i can walk to wisconsin from my house right now <laughs> but you're but you're you're farther north they're northwest and so the road that you'd have to take it probably would yeah. be another 20 minutes but uh yeah, so then I'd have to take an Uber back to Crystal Lake, which would suck. So I usually in the morning on the morning trains and I can sleep a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. But then I'm worried about people that are like walking past me and as I'm like sitting there. And also I'm I'm paranoid like if I snore on the train. <laughs> I would always set an alarm for like when the train is supposed to get to my stop. Because the train never gets there on time. Never. It'll always be late. Really? I've my trains never are usually had pretty my good train by being on time. early. I've always had it be like a couple minutes late. Um, I've never had it early. Interesting. My train never usually gets there early either. If anything, it's it's on, either on time or it's a couple minutes late, and it's usually because they have to um, accommodate for the uh, handicap passengers. Yeah, which I can understand. Damn handicaps! <laughs> Just joking. I don't mean that. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> That's gonna be a soundbite now. Yeah. Damn handicaps. <laughs> um. All right, so you you want to be a sports broadcaster. What exactly, like, what experience when you were younger made you decide that that's what you want to do? Um, I listened to a lot of um, baseball games. I was I played baseball until my um, so, uh, sophomore year of high school. Oh, boy. Um, and Well, I, actually, no, my senior year of high school, I, I played High school baseball for freshman and sophomore year. Yeah, you looked like you played baseball. I did play baseball. <laughs> uh, but besides that, um, listening to the radio all the time, I'd listen to... I didn't really get into sports radio as much. When I would listen to WGN, um, they would carry the Blackhawks games, and I would listen to um, John Wideman and Troy Murray. And then um, David Kaplan, who was one of my favorite sports casters at the time, um, he w- had a show on WGN about... Um, sports and all that sort of stuff and that and i always him and i mostly agreed on several things but um in the we didn't really disagree on anything either um and then just kind of focusing on um when i started at huntley community radio my first year at community college at McHenry county college um my professor was like hey i have an opportunity for an internship at a radio station um if any of you are interested you know let me know and so um i was like okay well I wasn't playing baseball anymore. I was still into sports, but I wasn't into. I wasn't so thinking you of. Just decided not to play it anymore and more to spectate it. Yeah, I was. I was a fan more specifically. But then once I took this internship at Huntley Community Radio, um, I really got into it. I was using Adobe Audition, which I liked a lot. I was using the soundboard, and I remember walking in there on like the interview day, and um, my classmate Greg, who also got the internship good old greg he was uh um telling me they have the cubes like the cubes on the microphone like none of us have ever been into a radio studio before and like ever seen like the cubes like you'd see on tv you know what i'm talking about like it has like the station id logo on it on the microphones like when they're holding their microphone to the person's got like abc yeah or whatever yeah seven exactly so that was another thing that was like oh that's pretty cool and then um 
two guys uh, who are broadcasters at the station, uh, Gary Kerr and uh, Sam Giotti, were uh, wanting to do a sports show, um, and they needed somebody to do the soundboard for them. And, and you, you I said like, I could do it. Me, and so I got it. I would talk sports with them, and it would be uh, it was a good conversation. And eventually, they're like, you know, we should have Curtis join us. And uh, I ended up doing the soundboard and hosting, and kind of um, they called me the captain of the ship because I was. Damn, you doing that all between... for free? Yeah, I, wow. I was doing that all for free, and uh, it paid I think you it, an experience. I, it paid me an experience. Yeah. So then, once I found out that this was cool and this was something I wanted to do, and I was something passionate about, because for a long time I was passionate about baseball, and then once a couple of bad coaches kind of ruined it for me yeah. and everything like that. So then I was like, okay, um, yeah. this is something I want to focus on now, and uh, decided to uh, go that route and. Um, sure enough, the experience on that. And then I was coming to looking for a college to further specialize in radio stuff because McHenry County College had nothing on uh, that. They finally just got their uh, associates. They accepted a program where you can get um, associates of journalism, journalism. degree, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I wish they had that when I was there. Um, but they only had the science and associates of science and associates of, um, I think, literature was the other one, if I remember correctly um but either way so went there got all my stuff done there and was experiencing it and all that sort of thing and then i decided to um finally look for schools and uh, one of the guys who worked at hunley community radio his name was uh, jim corello he was uh, actually the head um tech director at wgn and he actually has um uh, a star or something on the like WGN Walk of Fame, oh. if you know where that's at. It's uh, right yeah, next to their studios um, off of Michigan Avenue. Or, yeah, Michigan Avenue. Probably and uh, right next to Tom Skilling and Larry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I was talking to him about what schools are, are you know, offer it. And he was giving me, um, he said, oh, you could go to um, uh, University of South Dakota. And that's... Uh, one of the other kids that was there, uh, his name is Michael Guerin. He is a now a television producer for the news station uh, Kilolam News up there. And so he was getting a lot of TV side. He was like, eh, I don't want to do TV. I want to do radio more specifically. And then he said, Columbia. Well, you have a face for radio. I don't know if you've Yeah, I, I've been told that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I've been told that a lot. And um, as I was sitting there um, and talking to him about schools, he said Columbia. And I was like, okay. I knew a couple people who went to Columbia and um, I decided to, you know what, let me go um, visit the school mm-hmm. before I applied to it. And um, my mom and dad went with me on a tour of it. And we went through the radio department and I met uh, Tom Joyce. And he yeah. gave me a private tour a cool of the guy. whole entire department and stuff like that. And I was like, this is, you know, something I want to, actually this still, is a school. I still get emails from like Tom Joyce and stuff like for the, like the school wide, like, oh, yeah. I'm your counselor, make sure you're the contact. I'm like... Uh, I guess I don't they don't go there anymore. Don't go there anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went there there, and I was like, "This is the school I really want to go to." And um, I remember doing a um, a cold read of a PSA, and they're just like, "Wow, that's that's really good." It was like my first take, and I read it, and I was really good. And they yeah. they aired it, and I was like, "Okay, this is probably a school I really want to look into." And so sure enough, so I applied, I got in, and. Um, I'll never forget how I got. I found out I got in. Um, my grandpa at the time was, uh, he was battling, uh, he was in hospice, and he was on the final stages of um, battling lung cancer, yeah. and that's a whole other personal story that I won't get into, because just for family reasons, but once I found out that how um, 
I got in. He was fast asleep, so I told my mom, and my mom told my grandpa, and uh, my grandpa found out, and then the next day he passed. So he found oh. out that I got into Columbia before um, before he passed, which I was really happy That's that awesome. he, he heard it. Because he was, he was wondering, like, is he going to find out yet? You know, that sort of thing. Because um, I was waiting, waiting, waiting. And then finally, once I got in, I was like, okay, I really got to focus on school now. And um, sure enough, took a lot of classes. I met you that first semester. And yeah, that was a lot your of first other semester friends. too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh-huh. And sure enough, met a lot of great friends, um, a lot of great people, and the professors are amazing there, and um, come a long way since yeah. then, a really long way in those past two or three years that I've been finally accepted into Columbia. Yeah. And I, I love the school so much. There are some things that are annoying about it, as everything's not yeah, perfect, every, but... That's every school. Yeah, right exactly, but it it's by far one of the best experiences that I've had um, regarding uh, just educational purposes. Because I never had professors that were willing to really like influence you and persuade you, except yeah. for my one professor at McKinney County College who uh, gave me the internship. Okay. Um, Gwen Matthews, she was really inspirational and like pushed me to do stuff too. So getting that other stuff too is really helpful. Yeah. I'm, like, you know, I'm, I'm in the theater in Antioch now, right now. With, yeah. Uh, they're doing Man of La Mancha. Um, and there, I actually know someone in that theater who went to Columbia. He graduated and everything. And I was talking to him about Columbia one day. And we were like, Columbia is for the networking. Yeah. I mean, sure, you can get a degree through that and everything. But when you're in this kind of business, an entertainment business, networking is the most important thing you can oh, do. Oh, of course. I totally agree with that. Yes. Totally agree with that. My my resume and like connections that I made from... Like that first radio conference in the fall to um, now have grown substantially. My experience has grown and all that sort of stuff. And it's all through connections. And I have a lot of great letters or not letters recommendation. Well, I do have letters recommendation, but I have a lot of great um, recommendations on my LinkedIn page now. Mm. One from my internship in Milwaukee and um, a couple people from Huntley and that sort of thing. And Tom Joyce, of course, too. Um, and it's been fun to see how just people, you know, once you work with them and they're like, you know, this kid's got the drive for it and everything like that. And then the thing is too, is like, if you put in the work and you have a good attitude, you're going to get noticed and you're going to get, you know, recommended for a lot of things too. And I don't think a lot of, I, I think there's a lot of students at Columbia that aren't fully taking advantage of some of the services that the school has to offer, yeah. which is kind of a shame. Because either that or they're not taking it as seriously. They're kind of just expecting it to get their degree and get a job. And, and that's, that's not the not, way it works. Yeah, you, you really have to work hard. If you're hard. an actor, if you want to be a radio host, if you want to direct, dance, make any sort of yeah, art, there's, there's a couple you got to actually put the work in. There's a couple of students that, um, I won't say their names, but they're at school and they, they kind of... Um, they just breeze by. Right. Yeah, or I would say don't care or half-ass it. Yeah. Um, they it don't really show a lot of um, care about it. Or when you like try to su- give them suggestions and stuff like that, they kind of just like, okay, cool. And then they, they don't do it. It's like even if you want to help them get better, mm. it's it's the person that has to enact on it. And I've yeah. realized that a lot, especially with um, shows and um, social media stuff is like if people are – uh, tuning in and listening, that's great. But if they're not tuning in and listening and they know that you're doing this sort of thing, why aren't they? Yeah. And a lot of time it's because they're choosing to not to. 
And if they're not supporting you or not doing that sort of thing, you or not supporting what you're doing in general, like people, my friends support like what I'm doing and everything, but if they're not being the people that are uh, fully supporting and like listening and giving suggestions and stuff, then it's kind of disappointing because it's like, well, you say you're, I'm doing a good job, but when was the last time you listened? You know what yeah. I mean? That's what's kind of, that can be disappointing about um, in this uh, field is like people yeah. people say that they support you and that you They're do like, a good job. Oh, it's and, awesome. You're a good actor and stuff like that, but they only go, they, they can't go to your shows. Exactly. Like yeah. it, it's the same thing. It's disappointing at times, but yeah, it's just, you got to realize other people got other things going on. Well, of course, but then it, what really annoys me is when, um, for example, for your case, uh, people say, oh yeah, I can't make it to your show. I'm sorry. But then you go check Snapchat or something and you see them out at like a bar or doing something else. It's like, really? You're, you're probably spending twice as much money on drinks than you could be going to watch, watch me and support me. Yeah. And kind of the same thing. Yeah. The way that it's just like, if they don't go, eh, but the people who do go, they're the ones that matter. Yeah. Stuff like that. Exactly. Like it, this business is really for those who have the drive to do it and those who strive to be their best. And, and I think that's with well. almost every business too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have people that are striving to, to get better and do their things, I think you see them succeed. But when you are watching or um, if you're observing people who are just kind of lollygagging and not sort of putting in the work as much as you are, um, then that gets annoying because then... Um, you're wondering how they have a job, but then you want to, you know, do better and that sort of thing. Uh, it can get, I, yeah, it just gets frustrating. You want to see people support you and stuff, but at the same time, if they don't, they don't. If they do, they do. You know, but you appreciate the people who do. Definitely. And I think with that, we're just skimming the surface on that topic. Have so. we, though? I feel like we've gone more than just skimming <laughs> oh, the surface. We've gone way deeper than just the surface. But, you know, there's still a lot to be talked about on maybe a future episode and stuff. So if you want to come back, this of is course. a formal in- invitation. For I'm accepting time. this invitation <laughs> that you're not nonchalantly handing me. Definitely. I mean, with the heater turning on now, I don't think there's much else that we can talk <laughs> about without that becoming a nuisance. So, uh, it was great having you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. seeing you again. It's you been, too. It's been a while. And with that, we are just skimming the surface. Thanks for listening. Remember to like us on Facebook to stay updated on future episodes and to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Leave a like down below and let us know what you think in the comments. Also remember to follow us on Twitter at WSkimMilk and to check out our website as well, www.wskimmilk.com. This has been W Skim Milk. Have a great night and remember to tune in next time.